I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, will we be responsible this week when it comes to week four in the NFL? Let's take our first look at some of the games on the schedule. And I'll throw first one out here. Commanders at the Eagles, a division game in the NFC East. Now, this line opened Eagles minus seven. Now we're sitting at Eagles minus seven and a half past that key number. Eagles are minus 375 on the money line. Commanders plus 300. Total set at 44 and a half. I don't want to be a homer here. Everyone knows I cover the Commanders. I go to the games. That's my team. But now that we're past seven and a half, I mean, I understand that Washington looked really, really bad. But they can't be that bad again two weeks in a row. Sam Howell has to be better. It's a divisional game. These games tend to be tight. We were talking about short weeks earlier. Short week for Philly. I understand the money is going in the direction of the Eagles, but now that it's at seven and a half, I might look at the burgundy and gold here. Hmm. I don't know about that because I think uh, the biggest question for the Eagles is have they finally clicked on the offensive side of the ball? Because the mm -hmm. first two games of the season, you could tell that they had some new coordinators in the mix and they were still working out some of the kinks when it came to that offense. Did we think that was the case last night? Mm, I don't think so. Right. I think we have finally <laughs> seen this offense really take off. And I know some of that has to do with the matchup, but the Bucs were a good defense coming into this game. Maybe they're not on the caliber of like the 49ers or something, but still a solid run defense. And we saw what um, DeAndre Swift did to that run defense yeah. of the Bucs. And I think that's what scares me. I think uh, maybe you take a team total on the Eagles. I know it's going to be high. Or the play that feels like a good play every single week, Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown. Last night it was plus 110. When they do that goal line formation on their offense mm -hmm. where they just kind of gently push Jalen Hurts <laughs> over the goal line, yep. it feels like it's unstoppable. Like I don't care how good your defensive line is. The offensive line for the Eagles – just paves the road for every single way uh, of their offense to be successful, whether it's on the ground, whether it's at the goal line, or whether it's their receivers feasting. We saw a big game from A.J. Brown last night. So I think it's seven and a half. I think this is a stay away game for me, but there are other ways to play this, like in a teaser or maybe some props. What do you think about Vikings minus three oh. going to Carolina? I got to say, I like the Panthers. I'm not even kidding. 
Now we're sitting at three and a half. Am I crazy? Am I crazy? Red nut. I think you're crazy at home. for betting on this game. I know. You really want to bet on this one? There are yeah, multiple not... games on the schedule, Jenks, and this is the one you said Vikings Panthers. Yeah, that's the one. I'm just is throwing it really? out there. I think Bill likes the Vikings. I get that. Now we're sitting at Vikings minus three and a half. I don't know. You know, Bryce Young, we need to see if Bryce Young's going to start instead of Andy Dalton, but I have a feeling they will hold Bryce Young out for a few weeks. Still unsure. Still according unsure? To, according to Frank Reich, unsure if he'll play this week. If it's Andy Dalton, I would like this better because Bryce Young has not looked good early on. But here's the, here's the thing with the Vikings. The Vikings play absolutely zero defense. I mean, no defense at all. They have hardly any talent on that defensive side. So if you're getting something past the key number three, I might kind of look at the Panthers here. Then again, I look at the rest of the slate and I say, you're not going to play this, Michael. Yeah, but the Vikings offense is really good. I think that's the key question here is if the mm -hmm. Vikings offense starts cooking, do you think the Panthers offense can keep up? My answer would be no. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know, though. If it's Here's the thing. If it's Andy Dalton... I would trust a veteran against that Vikings yeah. defense as opposed to Bryce Young. And I know it's very early, by the way, and I mean very early. But mm -hmm. how good does C.J. Stroud look as opposed to Bryce Young? C.J. Stroud has been unbelievable for the Texans. There's guys in the locker room saying, this is our guy. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable leader already. And maybe the best thing that ever happened to the Texans was losing at the end of last year to sort of just fall into C.J. Stroud. Again, it's super early, but the very early returns of that Stroud is the guy and Bryce Young is still struggling to adjust. I don't know. Probably not the best game on the board. So I will pass the baton to you, Chelsea. What is the game you Can like? Yeah, go ahead. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Can we talk about that Steelers-Texans game for yeah, just a second? Absolutely. Because C.J. Stroud has been really good, but in the games in which he has faced pretty solid uh, defenses, like mm -hmm. first game of the season, Texas only scored nine points against the Ravens. That Jags game, I feel like, is, is kind of an anomaly because it is a divisional game. Uh, mm -hmm. They also lost a game to the, the Colts, 31-20. So I'm wondering how C.J. Stroud does – against a Steelers defense that's been really, really good this year. Like, the Steelers defense is the reason that the Steelers have won games. Like, they're 2-1 and one because of that defense and because yeah. of guys like uh, T.J. Watt and also uh, Alex, who is it, Alex Highsmith, the other guy that was a, a game play, a game breaker in the other, other game against the Browns. So I feel like this might be a coming-back-to-earth moment for C.J. Stroud. But I don't know if I want to trust the Steelers' offense. That offense has been terrible. I feel like the under looks like the play in the Steelers-Texans matchup. I was just going to say that. I feel like that's the way to go. 
And as good as Stroud has been thus far, clearly the Steelers defense is one of those upper echelon defenses. Mike Tomlin will have something ready for C.J. Stroud. And plus, I mean, you were talking about the Steelers just don't move the ball. They're not dynamic at all on offense. So that's that's an early lean that I really like based on our discussion, which is under 40 and a half. Just has all the makings of a defensive slugfest. How about the Chargers? I like this game. Chargers laying five and a half, hosting the Raiders. Chargers minus 250 in the money line. Raiders plus 200. Total set at 47 and a half. And now it looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is in concussion protocol. So very unlikely to play in this game. I know the Chargers now have had some some injuries. I believe what? Isn't Mike, Mike Williams. Williams out for the season, has a torn ACL, so that's not great for the Chargers, but still, I think they can outclass the Raiders here. But it's also a divisional matchup. Like, how many times have we said that? Is that divisional matchups play a little differently? And what do we know about the Chargers and Leeds? Leeds are not safe when your team is the True. Chargers. Didn't we see that this week again? Didn't the Chargers once again have a huge lead and almost lost that game? So I can't trust the Chargers to lay five and a half points. I just can't do it. I will not be there. Let's talk about another big spread. Do you think the Cowboys can cover seven against the Patriots? I feel like this game may be closer Mm, than maybe the spread indicates. And a lot of it hinges on what we expect from this Patriots offense going against one of the toughest matchups, defensively speaking, in the NFL. The Cowboys, of course, one of the premier defenses in the NFL. But we're talking about a seven-point spread here. I'm very interested to see which direction this line moves. Yeah, I am too. Now, the total has gone up from 41 and a hook to 42 and a hook. But Dak Prescott last week did not look great. I think the key for Dallas, and it's, it's becoming pretty apparent now, is that they're going to have to win with defense, and Dak just doesn't look as explosive, maybe isn't the right word, but certainly not as effective as he used to be. And we saw that last week, and I will say when it comes to the Cowboys' defense, I don't think you can underestimate the loss of Trayvon Diggs. I mean, that guy is about as good as it gets in the secondary. Now he's out for the year with a torn ACL. I feel like the Patriots can kind of muck up what Dak wants to do on offense. Cowboys a touch weaker on defense. Yeah, I take the Patriots plus seven here. Yeah, I think so as well, especially because you're getting that key number of seven. We will see if this one goes to seven and a half. And if it does, I am definitely on the Patriots. Jenks, I wanted to ask you about this trend that has been super hot. And that is whoever is facing the Titans, you take Mm -hmm. the opposing quarterback over his passing yards. The secondary is really, really bad, especially in the middle of the field. And also the run defense for the Titans is actually pretty good. But the matchup this week is against the Bengals. We know Joe Burrow is not 100% healthy. Mm -hmm. And if they are winning this game by a lot, we know that they're not going to rely heavily on Joe Burrow to keep the game afloat. Do you think we still look at passing props for Joe Burrow against the Titans? I would say that if you're the Bengals, you just rely on Joe Mixon as much as you can. Now, I say that. Jamar Chase had a great night last night. He had over 140 yeah. yards receiving. So, yeah, maybe. It just it worries me when you talk about a guy like Mike Vrabel, who is so good defensively. I mean, that's his calling card, right? I I don't know. That's a t- it, It's tough for me to, to bet on a guy like Joe Burrow 
I mean, maybe the unders to play, yeah. but going up against a good defense when we just don't know how healthy he is. And a guy who's not healthy on a short week is not a good combination. Yeah, it just sucks when you have like a great trend and then the next matchup, there's something like askew. And you're like, God, I had such a good trend. And now I've got to leave it by the wayside. That sucks. Oh, you know what doesn't suck? The word askew. Nice job, Chelsea. You sound educated. I'm here talking to a bunch of teenagers who are Swifties and you're teaching me something. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.